Well, hello again. Nice to see you, or at least maybe see your like on the post, I suppose. Anyway, so this is my... I wanted to make this podcast because it's... There's things that are interesting, things that I want to talk about that nobody's really talking about that much. And I, I just wanted to make it... I just wanted to, I just wanted to make it more interesting than just you know, sitting around talking about screenwriting or movies, which is okay, but all the time, to talk about them all the time, just kind of annoying, to be honest with you. So I was talking, we're kind of talking to Stephanie a little bit, uh, who was on the first broadcast, and she was telling me something about... uh, you know, autistic and disabled children and, and then the subsidies that we give them, or, or I guess it would be also a, uh, uh, scholarship, I suppose, um, to help these people go to school and learn things. And I admit that it's come on, just because somebody's disabled doesn't mean they're stupid. It, they could just be disabled. So why not feed minds and make them better people. I can understand some folks may not be able to get out of a home, but that's whatever, whatever that is. But there's some people who are disabled, but yet are very smart or they have special talents, say if they're autistic. So Stephanie, whenever, yes, whenever, and she's on the phone with me today, I'm recording her off the phone because it's very difficult to get people together anymore, but we're all doing Zoom and things like that. So I figured, you know, what the heck? We're all kind of used to it at this point. So I'm just going to do it this way. So, Stephanie, you were telling me something about um, how many people, we, there's a lot of people that are interested in autism. So this may be something that people already know, but I don't have any children. So sometimes I'm kind of behind the eight ball with this stuff. So fill me in about aut- on the autism. Do we, what, what what's going on? Okay, well, I mean, basically, and I and I will say, and you know, this is you know, uh, so everybody knows, I do have a grandson who has been uh, tested, and he is on the autism spectrum. Um, he is high functioning. Um, he does have some speech problems, but his learning capabilities are just fine. Um, he's with, you know. Um, I would say probably, you know, the average child out there. Um, I don't know how they, you know, do the testing or anything else. Um, There's so many things, you know, when you start getting into public schools and they start doing testing or whatever, you know, they just don't, there's a lot of things they don't tell parents or grandparents or whoever um, on how they do things. Um, And that's okay um, at this point, Um, but I'm sure I'm going to get a little bit more, acclimated to how they do things before this is all well and and, you know you're not a you're not a trained psychologist or anything like that you're just a grandparent trying to take care of an autistic son and doing the best that you can with the information and resources that are available i mean come on we nobody can nobody can fault you for that so no so no and i'm i'm sure there are other people in my same position you know so here's the thing so worldwide according to the world health organization one out of a hundred children has autism That's worldwide. Wonder what However, that. Wonder what that rate is for Arkansas specifically. 
Uh, Arkansas, I don't have it specifically, but in the U.S., I do. Okay. Now, in 2021, the CDC reported that approximately one in 44 children in the U.S. is diagnosed with an autism spectrum disorder, according to 2018 data. So that translates into one in 27 boys will be identified with autism and one in 116 girls will be identified with autism and boys are four times more likely to be diagnosed with autism than girls that's interesting i wonder what causes this there's not really they don't know i mean they just do not know um what the cause could be it could be genetic um they have found that in some cases it is caused genetically um it could um children born to older parents are at a higher risk for having autism um let's see uh oh parents who have a child with autism have a two to 18 percent chance of having a second child who is also who also has autism interesting yeah i'm looking um, at so, the childhealthdata.org this is national outcome so this is the title five maternal and child health services block grant measures nationwide versus arkansas the national outcome measures of is this i'm trying to figure out if this is uh it's not giving me the specific type of thing that it's done um okay here we go percent of children diagnosed with an autism spectrum disorder uh arkansas is at 1.9 and percent while nationally it's 2.8 percent well and you know and sometimes these statistics i really wonder because a lot of kids um they're so high they're so high functioning yeah um they they won't even bother to test them because they don't think anything's wrong with them well they're estimating the population of arkansas that does not have the condition uh or sample the the total population of arkansas to be uh six hundred thousand children in Arkansas, yeah. 600,000? That sounds about okay. right, because we only have like 1.8 or 2.8 million people living in the state. Mm-hmm. So, so, but 600,000 is a large number. Well, that's, mean, that's... that's everybody that in this, in the state, in the state, that's all the children in the state. Right. And you know, that equals, um, that pretty much equals the population of Northwest Arkansas Metro. Yeah. So it currently has a condition in Arkansas. It's diagnosed. Uh, because of their uh, outcome measure at uh, 11,339 children in the state of Arkansas currently have a condition either mild to severe. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's interesting. I mean, but is it because we've learned to diagnose this and people like Forrest Gump, for example, you know, he's well, okay. he was so, obviously autistic by today's standards. Yes. But was it yes. just we didn't? have anything to claim them and then it's like no that kid's just kind of dumb 
but he's cool. No, I think I think what it is is that when they started, you know, when they started this, they didn't realize. Um, I mean, they had you know one guy come up with this spectrum, right? Yeah. And I think as the years have gone on, they're going, "Hey, wait a minute, we need to start um, adding this. We need to start adding this because so many children." And they they found that the you know um, the spectrum itself, um, one child can be. I mean, like I said, a child can go undetected for years or possibly their entire life, but they still have autism. Yeah. Just, they were just never diagnosed. You know, I've known some people um, over my others. life. Well, I've, I've known some people over my life that were really odd ducks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's part of it because there is, you know, um, like this one guy, Sean, he was super, and I like him. I still like him to this day. If he's still around, I don't know. I don't keep up with anybody from high school really, but this one guy, Sean, I was in high school with, and he would wear makeup to school and I don't know why that's what he wanted to do. Everybody was like, Ooh, but I didn't care. I was his friend. I talked to him. It's like, Hey man, what's up? I go to his house. I mean, he did something really wonky one time and it kind of made me not want to hang out with him too much, but that's neither here nor there because he was likable otherwise. Um, but when he talked, he talked like this. He did not have any intonation to his voice. It was just monotone and he was really smart when it came to chemistry. I mean, he knew what he was doing. Uh, but I, I, he's autistic. He's got to be. There's no way to get around. Oh no, yeah. Well, and I know there were people I went to school that were autistic. Now, whether they were ever put on the spectrum or what was even talked about, I don't know. You know, I was in high school, but there was a couple of guys. Just keep in mind and, that I liked Sean. He's a he was a good guy. He was empathetic. He's and and by no means am I degrading that man at all. He was a good person. It's just different. That was the only thing. And it didn't matter to me. Yeah. Well, and, and there were a couple of people that I knew that stood out to me um, when I was in high school. And it was two, two guys and they tended to hang out with each other. Um, but one, I think one was just, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't know if they were ever diagnosed. I don't know. As far as I know, they both went to regular classes and were both were very smart. Yeah, and um, we're talking, but they were they were just different. What years, you know, are you talking about? That you know? Um, I'm talking about this is in high school, so this would have been seventy nine to eighty two. Okay, and I'm talking about ninety to ninety two. Right, and so you got to remember, like, um, people like my husband who had reading disabilities. Um, Do they consider that autism now. Um. It depends. It really depends. And um, it, it could be. I don't know. I've not, you know, I've not, I've been very, um, well, um, they have kids who, um, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Yeah. Um, and now that affects like 30 to 61% of children with autism. Okay. Sure. Uh, more than half children with autism have one or more chronic sleep problems. Uh, anxiety disorders, depression, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, you've got all these other things. And of course that all, um, goes also goes back into reading and stuff like that. So not only did my husband have this disorder for, you know, reading, um, and the thing is, is that they could read, they could spell whatever. Yeah. 
um, but they couldn't comprehend what they're reading. It was like there's a switch that wasn't quite turned on. I see. Um, and so, and it um, now they never really diagnosed my husband with anything in particular, but they did my daughter. And uh, but they didn't. They didn't. Uh, my stepson, who is twelve years older than my daughter, so a lot of this testing and a lot of this type of, um, you know, uh, you know, where they're they're yeah, showing yeah, yeah, that yeah. these kids have an issue. Um, they just didn't have a way of testing yeah. it, or they didn't know well, for it, or the way they treated dyslexic kids was pretty terrible. You know, oh, yeah, and it awful. so it, if you were gay, for example, you were sent off to psycho psychiatry one on one school or something like that. So, you, I mean, that's just the way it was back then. Well, and, look at look at how they used to treat people with um, who were left handed. Yeah, my brother they'd was take that. A, they take a they take a ruler and, and uh, slap them across the back of the hand, tell them to write with the right hand. Well, you know, I write with my pencil between my forefinger and my middle finger, right? And they, yeah. and I'm too defiant. You can't stop me. If I do, if I want to do something, I do it. Um, but they would smack me on the hand, make me stand in the corner, write sentences with it between my forefinger and my thumb. But it doesn't matter. I still write with the pen between my forefinger and my middle finger, and they're not going to stop me from doing it. And uh, that's just the way I do. So yeah, well, and they don't it, do that anymore. I know they don't do that. Um, just let you go on. It doesn't matter as long as you're getting the answers correct. Who cares how you did it? Yeah, and well, and here's the deal: unless you're if, using new if math, they can read I guess. your writing. Who cares? Well, unless you're unless you're doing the new math, I suppose. Oh my god! It's supposed to it's supposed and, to help with critical thinking. Enough, well, you're surprisingly enough. Most girls, you know, it's just a statistic there. Most girls do not do well in math. I'm an exception. I did very well in math. And um, I never had a problem with math. And, you know, so when they start talking about the new math, I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> well, uh, let's not get into that because I don't know that, anything well, about it. Well, I think, well, let me tell you something. When you start taking a look at the new math and start taking a look at some of these other things that they've come up with, it's almost like they're like, okay, so we know not every kid's going to get math, so we're going to make it to where everybody gets math. Okay, it's so like everybody gets a participate participation trophy, right? Yeah. Um, that's the problem. We that's not the point of the point of it is when we use mathematics, we have to be exact in our calculations. Um, whether it is in computer science, whether it is um in chemistry when we're well, trying to figure out, it, you know, a formula for a new medicine, it, whatever the case may be. It also goes to so we we can't forget that everyone's different we're all built differently and and it may not and, be the most politically correct thing to say but if you know if you look at healthcare it's dominated by women if you look at construction it's dominated by men and that when you get into the doctors it's a little different but it's starting to even out but if you yeah, if, if you look at it this because men work their brains work one way and i know it's not politically correct but it's science you can't deny the science the men's brains work one way and they have a hard time work. they have a and really women's works another way yeah they have a men have a hard time going in and 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 
telling someone it's going to be okay. You're not going to die. We're going to take care of you. It's all right. Men don't do that in the first place. That's not how we're wired. We walk in and say, all right, so this is what we're going to do. And uh, we're going to put you out. Don't worry about it. It's going to be good. That's not comforting. It's true, but it's not comforting. You need somebody to walk in and go, it's okay. You know what I mean? And and, and men oh, yeah, don't know, talk know, that way, period. No. Well, some men do. See, I mean, there's always some guy out there that does that, and that's okay. That guy's cool. But just you like know Sean. something was funny? But what's funny, though, is that for me, for a doctor to come in and act like you're saying the male doctor's at, you know, this is how it's going to go, blah, 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 blah. You know, that's how I want it. Right. That's how I want to know what's well, going on. Okay. So I, I don't even, you know, and this is something I've always had an issue with um, because I wanted to play with the Tonka toys. I wanted to play. I wanted to, you know, I yeah. wanted to build stuff. I wanted to build bridges and roads and this type of thing. You should have been, um, a, you should have been enabled to do that. And you weren't. And I understand that. Uh-uh. That's no, the way it, it used to well, be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh no, don't you want a doll? No, I don't. I hate dolls. <laughs> you don't want, I got an Elmo no. doll here you can have. You know, um, I ended up <laughs> you don't want the Elmo? playing with tickle, the Elmo doll. The, yeah, I got the tickle me Elmo. Oh my god. Kid, they built it to <laughs> act like it was possessed. <laughs> oh, that could be funny. And I like I've always liked Elmo. I don't like his height pitched yeah. voice though but but, uh, but it, it's the same thing it's just like we've it's, we're chipping away at it one one deal at a time but do you think we, we might be taking some of it a little too far for the treatment of uh, and and for people who are just on the outskirts and they say oh these got autism that's be treated differently i've met people who say they have autism and i'm like you don't act like you have autism you act just like a quirky person's all and I'm okay with that. So why well, do you and, need a diagnosis to tell you you're this or that? Well, and now here's, now here's a, a big thing about uh, people who are on the spectrum. And I sometimes wonder if I'm not on the spectrum. First of all, um, people on the spectrum don't really know sometimes how to act socially. Right. Um, well, with, a smart what people we consider, with a higher IQ have, do suffer from that problem as well. And they're not autistic. Exactly. And I, and I also have a high IQ, so I don't, you know, I don't know, but then, you know, you've got people with autism have a very IQ, you know, very high IQ. Yeah. Um, but some, so, but you know, not always, no, not always, but it's just like the rest of the population yeah. of the, you know, I mean, you know, you've got people who are not as smart as other people with their intelligence quotient, but, um, that doesn't mean, okay. So I, I kind of wonder about the, uh, the way we do IQ tests too, because it's even the, though my husband, it's the worst, can't. best thing they have. Mm-hmm. IQ so tests are just like, uh, Winston Churchill said about, the, uh, democracy it says democracy is the worst form of government there is except for all the others. Yeah. So it's exactly. kind of that way. Yeah. And so <laughs> like, here's like, like here I am, I'm very book smart. It, you know, I can sit and read something or see something and I learn it. My husband, on the other hand, he can't read and write. So he has to see it by doing it or by seeing, you know, yeah. uh, observing it, yeah. whatever, right? Um, or hearing it. And, but this is a man who can build a house that is perfectly plumb. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, your angles are perfect. You're, you know, he can stand at the ground with a saw and have a bunch of lumber out there and they'll be up there on the roof and you've seen these cut up roofs, you know? Um, and you know, they'll set that ridge pole and they start calling numbers out to him. He saws that, you know, he saws that lumber, flips that lumber up there. Boom. If it's perfectly. So, so yeah, so I'm looking here at a uh, article about Asperger's, which is a form of autism. Yeah, that's one of the higher. Uh, yeah. But some people who've been um, diagnosed with um, Asperger's um, really should have had a probably. Uh, they're probably a little. They probably were more autistic than. But Asperger's is a whole different ball game in some ways too. Yeah, well, there's um, different types of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we've got, we just built. Uh, you were telling me about this high school we built. What or junior high or no, elementary school? No, what is it was an elementary school. Elementary school in Tiny Town, Tiny Town, Arkansas, which is a suburb of Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville. Right, basically, northwest yeah, it's Arkansas. In that, it's in that corridor. Yeah, um, yeah. Of, you know, Cave Springs, Elm Springs, and then Tiny Town, uh, south of it. So Tiny Town really sits around, you know, um, at the edge of Springdale and Fayetteville. Sure. If you take a look at the lines. Um, so anyway, they just got through. Now, they discontinued the Tiny Town Elementary School and consolidated it with Springdale Schools in 1987. Right, because Something there wasn't anybody there. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you didn't have a very big population. Might as well go to um, it was easier, and it was easier to bus kids into Springdale and, than it was. And Springdale has the second largest school district in the state of Arkansas. Only yeah, North Little Rock's bigger. But you should see how many times we've been consolidated. Yeah, I, mean, I know, we've been right? Consolidated two, three different times. So, so they went out there so, and they built a Rollins. Is that what it is? A Rollins. Okay, here, let me go to the. Uh, Okay, uh, this is on Five News, um, an article on Five News. Five okay, News, so, which is a CBS affiliate in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Jim Rollins Elementary. Okay, so they call uh, home of the Trailblazers, but it is actually called Jim D. Rollins School of Innovation. And Jim Rollins was superintendent for God forty years. Uh, he was a 30 something. I mean, yeah. he worked for the district for 40 years total. If it wasn't for him, um, I wouldn't have graduated high school. Cause right. And, and Jim Rollins has done some great things. And then of course, some, some things well, people are like, oh, people make mistakes. That happens. Yeah. You know, you know, but he, he, he wasn't well, malevolent. Think, he was trying his best. Oh yeah. He, he certainly was. And always had the students, you know, um, he you tried. Know, his students came first yes. period. Yeah. Um, and he was, you know, he's a nice guy. He was, he deserves a school named after him, even if some people hate him. Uh, it it doesn't really matter because the overall works that the man did was, was, I, I, I I give it to him. Yeah. I give it to him. Well, I want, I want to tell you, you know, um, Jim Rollins would never hardly ever do a discussion or invite people to come to a discussion, you know, where he is. And I guess it was probably the people who asked him. I asked him to do one, to do, um, to come and, uh, cause I had citizens for a future spring go. And of course we were, you know, we didn't take sides on issues or anything else, but I thought it'd be really nice to, um, because this is something Jim Rollins just had never really done. 
um, I asked him, I said, would you come and um, have a question answer session? Come and talk about the school system, have a question answer session for uh, people in the community, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said, sure. I'll drop my teeth. I mean, I was, I mean my, <laughs> my, my chin hit the floor. It's like, okay, great. So, oh, wonderful. So we've got, and they named so, a school after him, right? Right. Now, this is based on a New Zealand learning model. I, I so it's totally different up. than New way. Zealand learning model. What is that? Okay. So it is, um, yeah. So uh, in this article, uh, students are put into more interactive learning atmospheres with uh, couches, wallless classrooms, dry erase board desks. Really? Um, so, yeah. And um, all of them that I saw in the little, in one little uh, thing, you know, they all have little laptops there. So, you know, um, so it's, uh, it's a whole different, um, the architecture is different The inside the school's different. You really? know, I mean, it, yeah. Hmm. I mean, cause you have no walls in these classrooms. Really? Everybody's, no it's just one big giant Quonset hunt or something. No, it's a big school and they've got hallways and stuff, but you know, you know, got the classrooms over to the side, but no walls. It's, you know, I mean, it's, it's open. Interesting. Uh, there are pictures, there are pictures on the, you know, they've, they've done, um, videos and stuff to where, you know, it's showing the insides of the school. It looks like a cool school. I would have liked to have gone to one like that. Hmm. I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to, I'm on the New Zealand website. I don't know if this is what they're using or not. So I'm just looking, but, you know. Learning areas. Yeah. The New Zealand curriculum specifies eight learning areas, English, the arts, health and physical education, learning languages, mathematics and statistics, science, social sciences, and technology. This is according to the New Zealand, New Zealand. Um, this is their government site here. The, the learning associated with each area is part of a broad general education and lays a foundation for later specialization like the key competencies. This learning is both end and means valuable in itself. So, and it says here, I'm looking at the learning areas. Okay. Uh, interesting. English, the arts, health and physical education, learning languages, mathematics and statistics, science, social sciences, and technology. Well, I guess that works for me. They did, you know, they still need balancing your checkbook in the school. They don't teach anybody yes, how do. to balance their damn checkbook and buy groceries. And they, and they need to <laughs> buy groceries. Uh, Cook, so on everybody that. needs to go to cooking fucking class. That's all I can yes, say. Yes, they do. Yeah. You need to learn how to boil water and not to start burn your house down or boil yeah, or much. skin off of yourself. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, well, now, in this one, okay, the school is still finishing up construction on fun additions like music space and culinary lab. Culinary lab? Yeah. Cool. So they'll have a culinary lab there. Nice. But so, so this is a decent school, and it cost them, what, $21 million? Tw uh, close to $21 million. It was, oh, my gosh. The article. Hold on. Um, the gold-plated walls? No, no, no. It's 92,000 square feet. Holy crap. Or over nine, almost 90. I mean, it's coming, it's kind of falling in between 92 and 93,000. Um, the, okay, hold on. Here's the other article that actually tells me. Um, okay, 20.4 million. 
to build. And it's 92,103 square feet. Wow. Has an enrollment of 335 children, uh, but has the capacity for up to 700. Oh, well, that's worth it, I guess. I don't know if you could fit I, 700 kids if they don't have classrooms where people can be like, Coach, would you just shut up? I'm trying to read over here. Well, you know, I look at the $20 million price tag, though. Yeah. And I question that a lot. Now, could we have gotten the same school cheaper? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you know. And is, yeah. Like an old Walmart put this, a school in that. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they do, we have do to this build like a new this. building. Huh? Do we have to build an entire new building or can't we just use one of the existing abandoned Safeways or something. I mean, that's what Tyson's has been doing. They've been going into the old grocery stores and turning them into office spaces. Right. You know, so yeah. So finding an, you know, an abandoned 92,000 square foot. Not that hard to find. And, you know. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, or they could have found something that was maybe half that size and added onto it um, and then renovated. It may not have cost, you know. It still would have been expensive. Think, so yeah, it's very expensive. I mean, all school. Every school that I have seen built in the last 15 years, yeah, uh, 20 years. Well, yeah. I, I'll say 20 years. The prices, the prices are ridiculous. When, yes. when you look at, I mean, they built what type of studio for Scientology for 50 million? <laughs> That's you because it's not that. the government, man. If you get the government involved in anything, it costs three times as much. So, you know, maybe we need to quit running the government like a government and running it like a business. Oh, I no, mean, because then we'd have mean tweets. Anyway, so, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> the, so the question is, they spent 20 million on this, but the entire state of Arkansas only gives how much to people who need special education? Okay, so, okay, so, well, no, now you still have special education uh sped what they call it sped now or special education classes okay uh, therapies and stuff like that they that is still built into the school model however right. some kids benefit better from going to a school that specializes in autism or uh, another uh you know special um education well we type, used you know, to have a, a school we used to have a school for the blind in Arkansas, and now it's an empty building. Do. No, it's there's nothing there now. Oh, there's not? Because I used to do fundraisers for them up here. Let's see. Let me look. Arkansas. Arkansas Ooh. schools for blind. In Little Rock. It may just be the building. <laughs> Maybe they just moved the building. I think they built a new building. Yeah, actually. that may be what I'm thinking of. Um, but it's a large campus up there, uh, down there in Little Rock. Um, yeah, so we do that. And that's, you know, that's that you need people, those folks that can't see need extra help. And yeah, so it doesn't mean that they, they're not, they can't you right. know, work. They can't. You yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they just, you know, so they, yeah, no, they, they need a, they need more attention yeah. and, and by so, specialized no, they, people. Right. Exactly. Doing. So no, they they are still open. They are still having classes. Yeah, they uh, are. Twenty twenty two. They're still giving live feeds and stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. A, recently had a graduation on May twentieth, and you could actually yeah. watch the graduation online. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 
So, you know, I know we've got uh, schools for uh, deaf people who are deaf. Yeah. Um, because they learn differently because they can learn with Braille. They can learn, you know, with the other means. Yeah. Um, and, of course, they rely on other things because they have their sites. Um, but, you know, for them, what's, you know, hard is speaking, you know, um, because they can't hear what they say. So, yeah. Um, and you'll see them. And you'll see, and I have, I've never really been around a lot of deaf people, but a few. Um, and it's really, you know, I think the first time I really came in, you know, in front of somebody who was deaf and, of course, older, um, they came and started doing sign, you know, they were sign languaging and speaking yeah. at the same time. Well, it was hard to under, kind of understand what they were saying. So I finally handed them a pen and a piece of paper and they wrote it down for me. And I said, I'm so sorry. I can't, I, and they said, Oh no, no, that's fine. You know, um, they're used to but, it. Yeah. Yeah. It and sucks, you know, but they're used to it, it. Yeah. It, you know, and, um, but anyway, I mean, so we do have people with needs and right. uh, special needs and they can be, uh, you know, they can go on and lead a full life. Um, and not be a hindrance to the community or their community finances, you know, or, you know, on welfare or whatever. They can go out and have a real job, have a real family, have a mortgage, you know, cars, whatever, or just whatever life they want to live. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're not. So we've battled those two. Okay? And there's, you know, different places like the Arkansas Autism Foundation. They give you uh, for once you're out of high school you can apply for a grant, but they only give you a thousand bucks. That's all they give. Exactly. You. Now here's and that's something fine. For, that's, that's a help, but thousands, whatever. Now we have been, um, you know, here's something that I found out and I can't find the exact, uh, but anyway, it has to do with the succeed, uh, scholarship program. Um, okay. In, uh, Arkansas. Okay. Uh, I think that's what it is. Well, yeah, succeed, yeah, succeed scholarship program. Um, you can get, I think, um, okay, so you can get, so for uh, somebody like my grandson, right? Okay. You can get a scholarship from the state to go to a private school that deals with autism or something but now this, uh and they do they and they do have it listed here um under the schools that can you know that are approved um but now i think the old scholarship was okay it provides a scholarship of more than seven okay so it's just a little over seven thousand uh Last year, and you know, but prior to that, I think it was like six thousand something. Six thousand a year but, to go to, to pay for a school. Yeah, well, and the schools are actually costing between eighteen, probably to twenty five thousand, depending on what school it is. So we've so, got I, how many people did I? I wonder what that is. I have to find that again. Go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, um, and of course, you know, the schools limited in how many people they can have and everything else. So. But still, even though with this scholarship, um, you're still looking at over, you know, $10,000 to send your child to school 
so that they can become a, you know, when they're an adult, uh, they can go on to college or go on to other education and become a viable uh, person in the community. Right. And lead a full life. Um, so, but the Arkansas legislature, uh, not enough people showed up to their committee. Um, people don't, get people don't show up for anything. Yeah. But so our, our legislature, so the governor turned around and added, okay, so they had 3 million to the, uh, fund for this. They added another 3.3 million. So they have now for the school year of 22, 23, they have 6.3 million. Right. So, okay. we're, so Arkansas has got the Arkansas government gave six point three million uh, for these scholarships to to help fund these scholarships of up to six thousand uh, dollars, up to a, a little more than seven thousand now. So we've got eleven thousand people divided by. So you're looking at we should be able to fund it for give everybody that much. Right? Well, yeah, now they can fund the scholarship. Yeah, that's not the issue. I'm the just issue saying is, that there's an, every, everybody applied, they could get 7000 Right, but here's the problem. It's not going to pay for the school. That's true. It's about, it's because a school 18, is $18,000. Yeah. So where's the person, a parent, a single mom, like my daughter? Yeah, um, there's no or, way she's uh, going to come up with that extra money. I mean, or a parent or I, two parents who have more than, you know, they have, or maybe they just have the one child or they have. Well, you can start children. an OnlyFans, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, no, no. See, this is, this is where, this I know. is where I'm I get upset with this stuff. No, we shouldn't be having to do this at all. We should already have these. Okay. So like our metro area is so large. Okay. Yeah. Um, we cover a three county area. It really should include Carroll County, but it does not. Um, well, Carroll County is a whole other story. It's hard to deal with those well, cats. Well, but see, but in our metro area, we are Washington, Benton, and Madison County. Yeah. Okay. And you're right. We should, should be, be including. In yeah, Carroll should be in there. Um, I think Carroll County actually may have more people than Madison County. No, I'm not sure, but uh, no. I know they have three towns where you know uh eureka's only got about six thousand people Berryville's like 12 so carol may have more people that may be the reason why they argue with everybody so well much. they also have green forest too that's true i forgot about green forest hmm? yeah, yeah they, they probably green do forest. and we have in madison county we have huntsville and huntsville uh huntsville, <laughs> yeah. i know but we have well we have wesley we have the community you know wesley which is a bunch of little communities really yeah not really um, anything uh, but yeah, no, not not really. Um, and then, of course, you know they used to have St. Paul down there, and I think they're still in Madison County. Um, and you know, of course, St. Paul they closed down that school. Um, so you know, more consolidation. So, um, but with the amount of money that we make, um, you know, I have not seen the figures for uh, how much money. Uh, the Arkansas State Lottery brings in. Well, don't get me started on the lottery. Those those jerks. They that the lottery was brought in to fund our kids first, which was then subsequently made illegal under Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, 
And so they no longer have to spend that money on children's health because it would be illegal. So they just took it and put it in the general fund and didn't well release the tax. Arkansas. Okay. So Arkansas scholarship lottery. Okay. So since 2009, that's, that's the lottery, then, not tobacco. So oh, I'm sorry. I got a little. Yeah. Okay. So this is going, yeah, this is, uh, this is the lottery in Arkansas. Since 2009, more than 1.1 billion in scholarship nice. proceeds, 1.1 billion in scholarship proceeds have been raised by the Arkansas scholarship lottery. Okay, but it's helping people who are poor. If you've never been to South Arkansas below Little Rock, there's nothing. Nothing. Oh, no, I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, so those people um, down there really do need help because they can't but, I mean, do it. But, but these are scholarships for everybody. Yeah. Um, who are wanting to go on to. Uh, well, not everybody because I couldn't get one because I'm too old. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so here's the problem I've got with okay, so we're getting one point one billion for the lottery. That's been around uh, for to 10 go to scholarships. Years so, so yeah. Bad. Uh but yeah, okay, so that was two thousand nine. So now we are in uh twenty twenty one. How much are we getting now? I don't know. Um so here's here's where I have um now uh it says uh and it has details of the scholarship. I mean I had not had a chance to read That's it. okay, don't worry about it. But the, um, but they're, they they're, you're, what you're saying is is that there's a possibility to divert some of those funds to help make up for the six the ten thousand dollar difference uh, that's a hole uh, 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 in the funding for people that need special education. But sometimes though, there's a there's a school out in Huntsville that all they do is is take in. Uh, individuals with disabilities and 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 care for them and try to get them to learn stuff There's a lot of autistic yeah, you're kids talking about those are aren't you right out in the huntsville it's outside of huntsville i don't know where it's at exactly i just know it's out there so that's yeah, all i know so um but i mean we do spend what, some money on it but you're you know so you go so you know a billion dollars is a lot of money a lot of millions of dollars, okay. Yeah, but it's not a billion every year. That's a billion total. No, that was a billion uh no, it's, in two thousand and nine. Yeah, that was how much they accumulated over time. Uh, so they probably got another bill another billion since then. They've probably gotten see. and given away another billion since then. Which you're right. They could they could cut out a hundred million of that over 10 years and it would probably that's kind of what they're doing i mean he did give them an extra three million so that's six six million dollars it's just not enough it's, just doesn't, it's just no it's not enough and you know but you know when you sit there and start taking a look at but you gotta the pay we got, the teachers we've got a lot of charter but we also have a lot of charter charter well, schools too well the reason we state funds well, yes but the here's the dirty little secret behind uh school districts is that it's very possible depending on the size of the district that the majority of their money is coming from the feds yeah they're not that's true too we we don't we don't tax enough to spend 21 million dollars on a school no and you know um i think overall the last statistic i saw 
we get three federal dollars for every one dollar that is raised in taxes. Yeah. In Arkansas. So um yeah, we're California. Not, you know, California's not gonna be that way because they have a higher density of population. But mm-hmm. you get to New York, New yes, New York City and all in the outliers there are all raising their own money, but you get up upstate New York and there's no one there. I mean, you got a dude no. every ten miles and a and a hundred thousand deer. <laughs> and yeah, so, I mean, it's upstate New York is nothing what people think of as when they, you know, when they yeah, and they think of New York, they think of New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's we're, a whole different ballgame. We're you know, right now, uh, I was reading in the uh, Washington or what was it, Northwest Arkansas Times, I think it is. Is that the paper that's still around? Anyway, um, I was reading that an article I saw online and. And right now we have ninety-seven point five occupancy rate for our in in our community, which is basically one hundred percent occupied. There's no place to rent. There's no place no. to buy. All there's nobody's selling and nobody's buying right now. It's really well, and really weird. And, 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 and I can even tell you why that's happening. <laughs> well, uh, why you do know. you think that's happening, Miss? Well, Stephanie? okay. Well, I can tell you exactly why it's happening. We are having, okay, we've got people coming in from the East Coast and West Coast, and they're buying here in Arkansas, and they're working remotely from their homes. Yeah. With the, um, with, and so when they sell their properties on the West Coast or the East Coast, chances are they're coming over here and they've got million uh, dollars in their pocket. Yeah. Or, you know, something, but, you know, they're coming in, they're buying homes that are, you know, a half million or less or, you know, or under a million dollars. And chances are they don't even need a loan like what most people out here need. Yeah, they just and write you know, a most check. people need almost a hundred percent loan. Yeah. yeah. Well they're writing a check for, you know, you know, half of it, you know, quarter to half of uh well the University you know, of Arkansas house. the University of Arkansas announced that they have a deficit of one thousand students that will not be able to find housing. Yeah. There's, there's a thousand students coming in that will not have a place to stay. That's insane. So it, it's, it's tough for, for us here in Northwest Arkansas to figure out what's going on everywhere else. And, you know, you get down to South Arkansas and it's nothing but, it's nothing but, uh, soybeans and forest. rice fields. Yeah. yeah. Soybeans. They quit raising rice. I mean, they're doing soybeans now, but there oh, may okay. be some rice down there, of course. But uh, and uh, when they got cotton too down there, yeah, around yeah, you know, yeah, get closer to Pine Bluff. But there's nothing down there. And if you have an autistic kid in the middle of Newton or not Newton, if middle of Arkansas County where Stuttgart is, yeah, good luck finding a place to take them. Good luck. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, is it? But you know, there's no reason why we can't have. Um, I don't want to call them a regional school, and when I mean regional, I mean like county. Yeah. Um, like a, you know, like a school in the middle of the county. Now, granted, it may, uh, you might do three, two counties if the counties are fairly close. Yeah, exactly. And put it like on the, you know, edge. right in now, the middle. Yeah. Granted, people are, yeah. Um, now granted people are going to have to travel to get their kid to school, but they already have to travel by bus. Yeah. Um, and especially if they live in the rural communities. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are ways of fixing these things. If, they would um and there's there's no reason why we you know in you know taking a look at the needs and everything of the population and we may be able to uh set up uh small 
uh, you know, regional. I, I don't know. I mean, well, it, it, the I know thing there's about something it we could be done. There's, there's, there's something else that could be done for sure. I mean, there's enough money around here, but you know, right now, if you're making forty five thousand dollars a year and you have a moderate rent that's not expensive, and you know, you you guess what? And you live by yourself. Guess what? You're not doing affording food. I don't know yeah. what it is or why it's that way, but forty five thousand dollars a year doesn't even pay the bills anymore. What, no, it doesn't. What is up with that? I well, mean, well, and it's well, okay. So our two gas years ago, and our electric, yeah. You know, they fluctuate because they're commodities. That's right. But our so, so is all the food that we eat. Food is a commodity yes. as well. Yes, it is. And, um, you know. There's a thought. There's a talk of a food shortage coming up this winter. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's kind of well, disconcerting in my, to me. I don't see how we could have a food shortage in the United if States we kept, where we are we the largest exporter. If we well, and that's there. There you go, right there. Is the exports? If we, um, if we didn't export as much and we kept it here in the U.S., uh, the majority, you know, or cut back on what we're exporting out other places, yeah, we would have more than enough food. Oh yeah, and we should. We shouldn't be exporting it. Well, and then we're making um, we, whole not, entire, not the amount, and yeah, we're, we're taking whole you, you entire. Know, I mean, fields and turning it into ethanol for our cars so we don't pollute the atmosphere which is fine i don't have a problem with that but if people are hungry fucking plant something that you can eat first because if all that counts is that we have food to live you know exactly um we need roofs over our head we need food in our stomach and then we we can worry about yeah we can worry about everything else after we get that taken care of Here's the interesting thing is, do you know, 160,000 people a day in the world are taken out of extreme poverty. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're elevated up. And you would think that people who are in poverty or who are, who are getting smarter, what they might do is actually, uh, pollute more, but no, now that they have the resources and the time, they don't have to burn dung and burn wood to be able to keep their mud huts warm. They're living in a house. They come off the electric grid, which maybe it burns coal. Maybe it's a nuclear power plant. Either one of them these days or maybe are perfectly fine. Solar power. And it could be solar I mean, power. But I, the more the richer we can make everyone, the less we're going to pollute. Well, this is what I don't understand with the United States or any developing country period. And we're all developing because we're constantly changing. And to say yeah, that we're well, not constantly life. developing is yeah, bull. That's life. So um, in our developing uh, society, uh, and I'm include the whole entire world, um, why we don't put a greater emphasis on our number one resource for any country, our number one resource or their number one resource are their people. Yeah. If they are fed, housed, have medical. And, um, and are happy. They are allowed to, to, to chase the wants and needs their of their own psyche. When you accomplish yeah. that, people are 
a billion and, times and, more productive. And the education in order to pursue, pursue that happiness. Correct. Now, you're going to have some people say, oh, well, that's just that's just socialism. That's communism. No, it's no, not. no, no, no. The government doesn't control that. The government releases control of the people and the people do what they want and it'll always get better. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's yeah, um, like so you can take when's a look the at last time you had a bureaucracy bureaucracy ever do anything to make stuff easier and better. Never. It doesn't work that way. You start adding people in the chain. It just becomes yeah. the, the telephone game back in, back in school. You start off with Jill called Bill a, a handsome man. And by the time he gets back around the room, it says Jill call Jill called the teacher a child rapist. And you know, it has yeah. nothing to do with the way it started. That's because people can't get shit right. They, they don't pay attention. And if you look at the, and if you look at government bureaucracy, you have a person that does everything. I mean, you have, you have, I mean, you have a person for every little stage, you know, yeah. uh, you have one person that looks the stamps, another person who looks at envelopes. You have a person who takes a rubber stamp and stamps. Okay. Or, and then you've got a person who takes this part of a report and goes over and approves it. Yeah. Another part of a report, blah, blah, blah. So nobody actually owns works. the whole thing either. That's the mm -hmm. other problem. There's not one person who's, specifically responsible. responsible for it. And that's really, I've had, I, I, I work at a place that does something very similar to that. No one owns the project, so it never gets done. And when it does get done, if it gets done, it's not anywhere near what the proposal what was be. at the beginning. And it's because no one owns it. So if no one has, no one can take ownership of it, then, then there's no reason, there's no, there's no consequences for it going bad, which is very, very interesting because that seems to be the way our society is in, at least in Northwest Arkansas. And yeah, there's, there's no responsibility taken for anything these days. And I think that goes to part of our, you know, at least the governor gave him more money. He didn't have to do that. So that's good news, but the legislatures yeah. didn't even show up for the damn vote. According, according yeah, to what you're telling me. So, yeah, then that's how that's how I read it in the news article, and I could be completely wrong or I could misread it, but that's how I interpret it. So, um, because yesterday I was really because so what my daughter and I faced this year was we're coming to the end of the school year. Um, my grandson can no longer go to the Richardson Center, which they have year-round school. Okay, why can't he go anymore? Uh, he's too old. Oh, they deal with preschool. Okay, yeah, got it. Okay, so um, now this other school that's in Fayetteville, which is the eighteen thousand dollar a year school, um, they have school year round. Yeah. Okay. So we get into the public schools, and I, the public schools have done great. Don't don't get me wrong. I, uh, I appreciate the teachers there, and they have done a phenomenal job. Um. And they continue to do a phenomenal job. But we get to the end of the school year and nothing. And, you know, my daughter and I are looking at each other, what? There's nothing. No, um, you know, these kids need year-round school for the first formative, you know, first few formative years. 
um, in probably about middle of elementary school or maybe a little bit beyond. Um, so, you know, the higher. And, and they know, need somebody who's children. trained in helping these kids, not someone. Right. They said the parent can be trained in how to help these kids. And I'm not saying that parents don't know what they're doing. And there's doing, no training but, for students or for parents. But they can learn as they go. But learning as you go allows for huge and giant mistakes and a lot of heartache. And it would be yeah. helpful if there was someone who's trained, has learned right. what mistakes not to make and learned through the curricula on what to do for somebody like this so that they, that way the heartache doesn't happen. That way the pain doesn't happen. And the child doesn't, isn't taught by a mistake because the parent doesn't know what they're doing and they're just trying their best. And there's nothing wrong right, with that. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that parent, but at least we could have somebody help them along the way. And I, I, exactly. I do agree with that, but it, the, the, you know, how you pay for it. Well, that's where we need more charity. We need more well, nonprofits yeah. that yeah. Are, are, are released from their burdens by the federal government. In the, in, the, in the 50s, we had nonprofit everywhere where they actually built hospitals. And there were hospitals yeah. everywhere. Not saying that what they did inside those hospitals was correct, because a lot of times it was pretty damn abusive. Well, we, well but, but, but they, the science wasn't there That's either. right. But they don't let them do that anymore, and I don't think that's right. I think they should let them build their convalescence. Well, they need to, I think this is what we really need to do. And people will do and it. We did it in the past, but they, the feds say no. Well, what I'm thinking about doing um, is starting a nonprofit. But I'm, I'm going to talk to several people in different autistic or because we got several organizations. Yeah. But doesn't, but what I'm not, I'm not really seeing. Um, I'm not really seeing a whole lot of work between them. You know, yeah. it's like they're all doing their kind of own thing and that needs to stop. Also now, right now, the most accepted therapy for okay. majority of autistic children, they say is the AB, um, uh, the ABA therapies. Not necessarily, not when you talk to autistic, talk to adults who are autistic and went through the ABA programs. Okay. They are not the best. Okay? I, don't, I don't know anything about those programs. So Okay, the ABA programs are basically you are forcing this child to totally conform to what we consider to be the norm. Okay. Okay. And their quirks are not um, allowed. You know, um, they try to train them out of their perks. It's oh, kind of like, a, I see. so, uh, so like the fidget spinners, you know, so many people have this fidget, well, yeah. you know, autistic kids, they like spin that stuff. Um, well, you know, mean, some of them have the clicks, you know, I get that. Um, I do. Yeah. I mean, so the, the thing is, is that, you know, you're not, some people, you're just not going to be able to get that out. You know, you got people who sit there with a damn pen and they click it oh. constantly day long yeah okay give them a damn fidget spinner that you <laughs> but it, you know that's I mean, fine it's that's it's okay but you know that i mean but that but what do you think going... what do you think we need to do what do you think i mean we're coming up on an hour here and what do you think we need to do what would be a good idea or should we have somebody on that has more of expertise and see what they're talking about see what they think 
Um, I, I would love that. And I would love to hear what, what the alternative therapies are um, other than ABA therapies. Because, you know, when you're hearing from a uh, an adult who is a product of the ABA therapies yeah. and the current in the systems that we have in place or had in place, whatever. You know, we need to, you know, hindsight, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And that, that's yeah. the problem. We don't look back in the, you know, oh, that's in the past. Well, yeah, but we learn from our mistakes yeah. when we look at the past. Yeah. And people that's what need we to, need to be doing now. People need to learn from the consequences of stupid idiot things that they've done in the past. And not necessarily or did just they make the mistake, knowing. but. Yeah, and I'm not saying any of these people are trying to go out here and do harm. Oh no, I think it's there's just, no malevolence to it at all. It's just uh, no, but they, you know, this is a, you know, really autism is in the whole spectrum thing. You know, the Aspergers and all this other stuff is really they're just now starting to kind of understand it. Yeah, and um, and they're just you know. And there are so many autistic people out here, but adults when, who are living but full when do vibrant we go, lives. When do we go too far with this stuff and start telling people they're sick when really you're, they're just quirky and they get along just fine being quirky? Is well, it, you know, I mean, the thing is, is I think we don't need to have, we don't need to shove societal norms down people's throats. Well, I that's mean, true. You know, that, yeah. and that's, but that's what we do. And, you know, you we, and we I expect and, people to act. Yeah. You and I, my father, yeah. we we don't and we don't conform. Never have no. conformed. But you know what? That's why people like my father and I, because we don't conform. We do our own thing and we're empathetic and we're happy and we do the right thing and we help people out. Blah 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 blah. And so just stop with this bs of making someone live up to your expectations it's your life you live up to your own expectations it's my life i'll live up to my expectations howdy doody see you later bye-bye you know what i'm saying yeah and so but my goal is this year um is to really sit there and take a look at all of this try to put something together um i've already talked to um I actually have talked to some business people in some of the companies that were in Bentonville and, you know, other areas in Northwest Arkansas. Okay. And a lot of people, you know, know people or have family members who are autistic. Um, and they agree with me. There's not enough being done um, when there could be. And uh, so I don't know, maybe we can get some set up and get some businesses to, um, help fund maybe a school. Yeah. You know, at least beginning um, of or a maybe or help or help fund the school that's already there. And if we need a second one, get it built. Yeah. Well, so right now it's just the beginnings and, and there's some, we're right in the beginnings, but, and, and it's very you important know, to you because you're your grandson. I don't well, I have any saying, kids, so I'm, I, it's important, but I it doesn't it hit me important. the same. As it hits okay, you. so it should be important to all of us, though, Paul. No, no, I just why. said that. Yeah. It's oh, okay. important. It should be important to all of us because these kids, whether they're autistic or not, whether they have Down syndrome or not, I mean, look at the kids in, who have Down syndrome well, they, and how you know, they the, are succeeding now. The house 
this this medical clinic thing over here by my house is where all the Down syndrome kids live in North. In, and there's a home for them right here, and they're always out there doing something. They're playing ball or they're going on a hike or something like that, and it's kind of cool. And I'm glad they live there. There's sometimes that they get in trouble. It happens, but you know they don't have the social skills, and that's okay. But we definitely should, most definitely should be able to find a nice happy medium between the folks that are, I'm kind of being a little bit of a devil's advocate, but the, there's, there's some people that say you're over diagnosing and you're diagnosing with people, people with things that they may not have, or it may not be something that you need to stereotype them with or label them right. with. Cause I don't believe in labels. I believe in being me. I am me. That's who I am. People yeah. ask me, why do you do that? I said, I don't really know. It's what I do. And they say, well, that's kind of weird. I know, but don't care because this is me. This is what I do. Please accept that. And if they don't accept it, I'm not their friend. And I think there should be something said for people being themselves, even if it means being outside of the socially acceptable stuff, especially, you know, right. and so maybe we can, but my, you know, I'm just worried about us over diagnosing and throwing mm -hmm. sicknesses well, at everybody. No, no, I'm, I mean, they're, you know, the schools and the psychiatrists and the doctors, they're doing the diagnosis, right? Okay. So, yeah. And, I mean, it is extensive when it, you know, when they, you know, when it comes to autism, it is very extensive testing. Um, and there's some autism out there that it's obvious they can't do anything. They're going to have a very interesting life and you have to help them as much as possible because if they can't Exactly. Speak, and then there are those are going to get out there in society. And when they, get, you know, yeah. when they, when they get, um, when they overcome some of their anxiety or whatever, you know, whatever's yeah. holding them back, maybe even speech, um, when they conquer, you know, being able to speak clearly. If and, they can, uh, I mean, there's some people that if they can't, I mean, some people will never be able to. Yeah. But and that's, the, but and my that's point okay. Is, is there's that, nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with that. Treat them like they're human. And I'm, no not, matter and what. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is, is that we help them get to be the best they can be yeah. and then go on and live their lives. Um, but Right now, we need help right. get grown. We need to help the parents, we need the grandparents. Education, I think, is always, and, and the, you know, the parents need to be together. There's a whole lot more to it, but we can get into that in another day. Um, right. And I'm going to do some more research. And but Maybe you know, we think, can find know, someone who will speak with us that's, like, super knowledgeable about this. Um, you, you know, we, we ask them, we just give them well, a phone I've call and we talk people, to them. I, I know some people, so, um, I think we already. should start doing more of that stuff. We should definitely have more guests on and, uh, oh, yeah, because sure. obviously I can record you on the telephone. So you yeah. could, there could be two of us here at the studio and somebody and then on the one phone. person on the phone yeah. and have them and just have them call in. And I and, think that's a great idea. And also too, I have the setup that I have is completely portable. Uh, I don't even need electricity to run it if we're going to do an hour and a half, two hours, because it'll all run off my laptop battery, which is awesome. Um, so it's portable. I could go anywhere, set this up in about 15 minutes and bam. So we could even, on. you know, we could even, yeah, so we could even, um, so I know um, there, there's just a lot of things that we need to find. You know, I would like, you know, my goal really yeah, is at the end of this school year. Um, in 2023, you know, at the end of spring okay. semester, okay, is that 
children, you know, par- you know, the parents with autistic children yeah. have a place that they feel comfortable with that they can take their children during the summer and they continue to get education and therapy. Okay. That would be nice. And I think that would be a good thing. And it's just a matter of figuring out how to pay for it. That's all. How to pay for it and where to put it. Because the people who um, run the I'd joint, like to see this. the people who run the joint still have to eat. They still want to buy cars. They still want to go on vacation. Well, yeah, they said, and, and they, they have already gone through schooling. I mean, these people do know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's, I think it's doable. Um, it's going to take a lot of research and work on my end. Um, but, you know, I think autism affects a lot more families than what we yeah. probably expect because it's just not something we talk about. You know, well, is that, um, you know, the way we were raised, I'm a Gen X here. You're not quite Gen X. You're right before. I'm a boomer. I'm yeah, an N64. Boomer. So I'm a boomer. boomer. I'm the end of a boomer. Boomer. So as a boomer, you definitely didn't talk about it. As a Gen X here, we talked about it, but people looked at us like we were strange. So well, the thing is, is that, you know, I was taught, uh, you don't air your dirty laundry out in public. Yeah. You guys talked about your dirty laundry but then your elders was like Shh, we don't talk about that yeah but you still talked about it you yeah. just didn't talk about it in a public setting no no now, no 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 some of us went outside with our dirty laundry and said hey come here and smell this you think it's dirty yeah yeah <laughs> but now now i mean let's be realistic now our generations now they tell it all yeah you know and that's okay that's what, but that's what we it. need we need conversation we need dialogue yeah we don't need arguments the only way we to just make need things, to fake. the only way that make things better and no matter what, and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or whatever, the and men that don't do this need to reconsider and start learning to be more open. The only way you can ever fix an argument with your girlfriend, with your kid, with anything, with your boss is to be open and honest and explain exactly what you feel. Don't call names. Don't be mean. And try to be as articulate as you possibly can. And that's the and don't only do it when way you're angry. Yeah. Never do don't it do when, it you're, when angry. you're angry. And if you're always angry, then maybe you should seek therapy. Just saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I need therapy, but you know, hey, whatever. I, I need, uh, <laughs> I need all kinds of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need, you know, my daughter. This is mom, my therapy. I he, uh, well, yeah. You know, I mean, exactly. Uh, but my daughter, everybody, she said, mom, you need to go see a therapist. And I said, well, why? So they can put me on drugs. I said, no, I'm Hell not yeah. doing the drugs. Give me some drugs. Sorry, you know. No, I don't want to do drugs. I'll take a drug. So, um, Sign me up. But, no. um, but yeah, I mean, you know. It's, Legalized um, methamphetamine. I mean, come on. What can get any better? <laughs> <laughs> Never sleep. Never I, sleep. I, I, I don't, see, my house is clean. Sleeping. My house is clean. But, you know, here's what it gets me. You know, I don't sleep. I mean, I really don't. I just yeah. don't. I just can't. My head, I can't turn my brain off. And I've taken medications for yeah. that stuff. And it don't, they don't work because yeah. after a while, it's like right. I'm too sleepy during the day. And I end up with nightmares at night. So uh-huh. that doesn't Sorry help. About that. It doesn't help me. Yeah, it's, it's fucked. So, but it happens. So yeah. I'm thinking, so I'm, 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 Andrea is going to talk next week, hopefully, about we're going to talk about some spooky stuff. We're going to talk about something completely different than the topics that we've been on. 
And I think we're going to talk about like hauntings and things like that. We're also going to do some true crime stuff. Probably talk about Ralph Baker, which is a local sheriff. That can I can I play? Can I play too? You want to play too? Yeah, and yeah, I want to play too. <laughs> when it comes to Ralph Baker, we have to watch out because we get people doing drive-bys. We say anything they yeah, don't. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. I know quite a bit about Ralph Baker. Yeah, but it's a lot of it's it's a lot of hearsay a lot of times though, and and you got to watch Some it. Of Those it's people not. out there are Some very upset. Not. They get very upset though. I was, yeah. I, uh, well, you know, Ralph was good to some people and some people he wasn't. So it just, you know, yeah, but like you know, there are some things I do know about Ralph Baker. And I'm not saying he was a bad person because I really didn't. I never know met him. him. I don't know who he is. So. Um, I have I've met him on several occasions because I did a lot of appraising over there uh, before he passed yeah. away. Um, and actually, you know, with my mom growing up over there and having. Family yeah, 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 there, yeah, yeah. But what's the, in the future, we're going to try to do some other stuff and be just never stick to the genre. I think I just want to talk about what's interesting that day. Like today, yeah, but, we didn't really have a clue what we were going to talk about. I invited Donald no. over to do a podcast and he didn't really want to do it. So whenever I was asking him questions, he would just say, yes, no, yes, no. And I'm like, dude, it's not working. And then he changed the subject to something else. And I was like, all right, all right, all right, forget it. So I called Stephanie up and she said she would talk to me about this. And then she started going, on a rant about autism and, and money and stuff. And I'm like, Hmm, let's just record this conversation because it's interesting. And I wanted to know a little bit more about it. And that's what the podcast is called. I want to know. I couldn't label it. I want to fucking know because I did, you know, <laughs> it's not going to work that way. We want to fucking know it and know it now. Fucking know. But, yes. uh, it, that's, you know, that's what this what the whole thing's about and screw it. We'll just talk about anything we want. And I don't really care. Uh, and, and, and hopefully, and hopefully we can get some people and interview them here maybe, uh, next month. Well, yeah, um, I've got this one guy though. Um, we're going to talk about, I'm going to see if he's available. Bill Ott. Is that his name? William Ott. Uh, yeah. Bill Ott out of Eureka Springs. He knows everything about Eureka Springs. All the, you know, all the touristy stuff and the huntings and things like that. And I'm going to see if I can go and interview him. I'm also going to interview Marshall Mitchell and he is going to talk to me about cowboy lore and the old West. Oh, he may even actually pick up his guitar and play a little bit for you too. Uh, maybe we'll see. I'd rather hear about the old West. I mean, I, I don't really too much care if he plays on the music on the podcast, but he can, I guess I don't, I'm not going to stop him, but I want to know about, I want to hear about cowboy lore. Because not everything we know is true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Bass Reeves yeah, is uh, one of the best. Bass Reeves is one of the best U.S. Marshals that we've ever had in that time period. And no one knows about him because he was black. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, I'd like to know. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to know if he had anything to do with uh, Judge Parker down. In oh yeah. He was, he had, he was always bringing people to Judge Parker. Uh, well, and because, you know, I'm not for sure because there's so many different Parker, um, Parker uh, branches. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they all come from the same family eventually over in England, you know, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that area. Um, but the thing is, is I could actually be related to Judge Parker. Um, well, if you go my, back far my enough, mom's family was Parker. Mm -hmm. If you go back far enough, we're all related to everybody. Well, you got to take a look too where the families, uh, when they came into the United States, uh, how they migrated down to yeah. here because, uh, while my family started in the, uh, 
they came in through New York or over on the East Coast someplace yeah. and migrated to the Appalachian Mountains. Well, and it's then like they, me. then they migrated to Arkansas. Yeah. Well, it's like me. If you trace the Newton name back to where, you know, as far as you can, you run into the fact that I'm Isaac Newton or my great, 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 great times 10 grandfather Newton was the brother of Isaac Newton. Cool. Different mother. though. however, interestingly enough, I didn't What? I'm not a direct descendant. So half, so half, so half brothers. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, like a bazillionth. Uh, but you're still related to. Yeah. Uh, this, the Newton line goes right back to his Isaac Newton's father. Right. Not Isaac Newton's mother. When right. So I believe that normally I wouldn't believe these kind of things be like, ah, somebody screwed up somewhere. But because I'm only partially, and I'm just a sibling offspring thing or Bob, that, uh, you know, that's actually, for me, that's plausible because there's enough, well, and, there's, well, a, there's enough not there that it could make it true. Well, and there's, a, there's enough evidence to suggest it's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, because, you know, Isaac Newton, of course, was very famous. Yeah. And, uh, Doesn't mean he was the only smart the one, though. Right. No, thing. but... Uh, but the thing is, is that, you know, um, you know, that type of thing kind of hangs around with families, you know? Yeah, it does. Um, but anyway, so we're going to get, uh, going to get moving here and I've got some things planned. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to get some really interesting people on here. I just want to do guests. I want to talk to people, you know, I want to yeah. do guests. I like this. I like this kind of stuff. I should, that's, I, I should be on radio, but it doesn't pay anything. So I'm not. So there's that. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to do a <laughs> podcast and see if we can get it. Um, but um, no, I think, you know, there are so many things that we can uh, talk about and we can explore. And um, I'm not exploring anything with you. I have a girlfriend. Thank you very much. That's not what I was referring to, Paul. Oh, Damn, well, get your thank mind God. out of the fucking garter. Thank God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. So. We're up over an hour now, and I really appreciate you guys for listening. And Stephanie, thank you very much for filling in for the Herr Donald who didn't show up. So uh, I guess till next week, um, we'll find out some more stuff that I want to fucking know, right? Okay, well, and let me know if I can come play with you guys. No. That's, oh, you mean talk. Okay, yeah. No. Yes. Yeah, you could talk, but not the other thing. I, uh, why are you even going there? Why? Why do you fucking go there? Oh, so I will sit there, do this, get upset, and start saying cuss words. Yeah, okay, it's always fine. fun. Fuck you, Paul. Hey, <laughs> everybody's going to think you're mad at me now, so tell them you're not mad no, at me. No, I'm not mad at you. No, this she's is just we screwing do. around. So am I. Yeah, we do this all the time. All right. So, um, no, I got I have to close the show out. It's. I have okay. Oh, well, I'm gonna show. let you close the show out. You got I you this, 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 the problem. I like mass women who have a masculine side to them, and so that's why Stephanie and I get along, and it's why Andrea and I get along, and it's it's just a thing that's with me. I I don't like weak women. I like women that will stab me in the face if they get mad at me, and I it's okay. I you know different <laughs> strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying. So it's just kind of a thing that happens. So I'm surrounded by women that are over or that try to overpower me. But guess what? They can't do it because I'm the boss. Yeah, right, no, I'm whatever. not the boss. I'm not the boss at all. I can't be the boss. <laughs> if you surrender yourself, we to just have like it. This, we just have, we know when 
See, here's the thing, Paul. We know when to stop <laughs> and not to take you, take the dagger to you. Okay, yeah. that's the difference. You just you're gonna wait till I'm sleeping. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, won't even wait for them. Just gonna wait for you to really screw up and uh, oh, you know, yeah, put your constant. foot. It's constant. You know. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Just, I'm surprised I can speak at all because my foot's always in my mouth. Well, you know, you do make it up because you are a good friend and, you know. If, I'm actually um, a nice if, guy. You're a nice guy. You're you're a good friend. Um, I just you don't know, take any shit friend, off people. So. Anyway, yeah. all right. So I guess I'll talk to you guys next week and we will see. I think I'm uh, see if we can get Marshall Mitchell or who's going to be up next. I don't know. We're working on this. It's just me and, you know, some part-time people doing this stuff. So we'll get some interesting guests. It'll be cool. Uh, and I'll see you later and we'll figure out what I want to know next, next week.